Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Marcus Bronzy. And I am Kay Kurd. And this is Ain't Got A Clue. This is the show where we find the answer to quiz questions. Yeah, it's as simple as that. One of us asks the other a quiz question and then together we have a conversation to guarantee that we all remember the answer. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's the question today? Today's question, Kay, is who won Australia's first gold medal at the Winter Olympics? I, I didn't even know they had a flipping <laughs> Winter Olympics team. <laughs> How, why why as a country that is hot all year round that's like if dubai won that's like if dubai had the, the uae yeah, yeah yeah had like i don't know like a world-class scuba diving do you uh, know what? it's funny if you put uae at the start of anything they probably do that anyway in it because yeah, they yeah, are yeah, the places they, like, they just be like we will have mountain <laughs> put ice on it ski <laughs> like they'll just do that yeah Build it in a day they've, actually yeah. you're right they've literally got like yeah. a ski an indoor snow thing well Nothing. we got one in milton Keynes, but they were like they were like do you know what we'll do it better than the milton Keynes one something tells me that the even on the hottest day milton Keynes is a bit like dubai but anyway <laughs> what well, it's built it out of nowhere isn't it? it's like the, it's like the iceland dubai isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah yeah the worst version of dubai ever it's just like yeah. have you seen them little um robots they got that deliver stuff in milton Keynes. No. That's what I'm saying. Milton yeah. Keynes, Milton Keynes think they're Dubai, but they're not. Like Milton Keynes are going on like they're run by shakes. They're just run by <laughs> by some local council. So they got these little go and Google it, yeah. Yeah. There's these like delivery robots that they have in Milton Keynes. Because the whole place is just made off of roundabouts and a grid system. <laughs> So th- they've even built it because it was a city built, like it was a planned city. Do you know what? It's b- K- Kay's not joking. No, because there might be listeners who are too young to remember before Milton Keynes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum said to me before Milton Keynes, like, actually a few weeks ago, I was like, what do you mean before Milton Keynes? She's like, Marcus, Milton Keynes never used to exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all new builds and like Amazon factories. And that's where all your deliveries are. Do you know what's so pissed? Imagine if you ain't got Amazon Prime. And you live in Milton Keynes, you're like, man can see the factory. It is right there, bruv. Yeah. The factory is, I can see it from my house. And they're like, nah. Can't get it till Wednesday. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk there, you know. I'll go to the factory myself. I'll pick it up. Can I bruv, not? I work there. Click and I work it. there. And I had to put my own package in and send it to myself. And I'm not getting it till Wednesday. I'll do click and collect, bruv. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me, let me do this. Have you seen the little robots? I've have seen the little robots. Yeah, yeah. So I've just gone onto Google and I've seen these. They look like little. They look like little. They look like little trucks that kid. You know the ones that when they people give their kids mini G wagons and their kids drive yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. They look like that, but with wait, with wait, no, Milton. No Ke- Would you search Milton Keynes? Milton Keynes 
uh, robots is what I type, delivery robots. And they're like, so basically, if your kid has one of those little cars with the little electric motors in there where they drive them around, those little cute ones, it looks like that. Look at that, but yeah. no space for Look a child. Look at that, and I'm putting it into the camera, yeah. Look yeah. at that, yeah. I will tell you right now, yeah, in the UAE and yeah. Dubai, this could work. Yes. Yeah. Because you know what, yeah? We have something as British people, yeah, that people in that side of the world just won't do, right? Mm. They don't think it's funny to smash a robot or graffiti it yeah. or whatever. They're not going to write, ooh, Muhammad was here. Like, do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thing. Whereas in the UK, we'll pro someone will probably try and take the wheels off of that and like add it onto their go-kart. Yeah. Someone will try and fuck around with it and think it's funny to take someone's food out of there and eat it. Someone and will take a shit in it or on it. That's what they'll do. They'll just oh, take a 100%. shit on it and be like, yeah, let's send it on its way. 100%, bro. 100%. Yeah. Like, people, people, we don't have any. <laughs> you can see one on fire just going through Milton Keynes, innit? That's what you see. <laughs> one just struggling to get through. But then it begs the question, is chopping off people's hands as a, as a, way, as a way of preventing theft a good deterrent? Well, I just want to say on camera, <laughs> no. 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 Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, no. if a lot of things in life, if the if the repercussion was losing a hand, I would do a lot less things that are bad. Like if my meter was about to run out on my car, I wouldn't be like, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. we've got 10 minutes. No. If your hand's going, Kay. Bruv, I'm adding it. Yeah. yeah, you're like, very nice. Lovely I'm to meet you. It. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, what were Australia doing at the Winter Olympics? I ain't got a clue, Marcus. <laughs> Yeah. The answer to the question is who won Australia's first gold medal is a guy called Steve Bradbury. Is he is he actually Australian or is he one of those ones where it's like, you know, like my aunt's actually Australian. Yeah. I've got like Australian citizenship from my uncle yeah. or whatnot or my granddad. And I actually live in Switzerland. You mean like the majority of sprinters in the Olympics who are basically yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah, country they yeah, come yeah, from, yeah, yeah. basically. But in I black, swear, yeah. do you know what I find weird about yeah. like Olympics and athletics and all of that stuff? You could change nationalities. Yeah, yeah. You see some random guy like he's been sprinting for America his whole life. Then he can't like sprint against the Americans for qualifying. He's like, what? I've got to qualify. What? I've already won medals. Yeah. Fuck it. And then it's like, he goes, he goes, what country wants me in it? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm representing Bermuda, and you're like Bermuda. Yeah, Bermuda. I didn't even know that was a, that existed, bruv. I thought that, I thought the Bermuda Triangle was just a myth. Anyway, I, I that's what I find weird about. It. It's a bit like football teams, isn't it? People, there's politics, and people are uh, bending the rules to make it work for them. Yeah, it's like, like when you see bare Brazilians playing yeah. for like these random nationalities in football. It's like like Japan had had a had a Brazilian playing for them called Alex, and you're like, I love that kind of like, stuff, bro. Yeah, bro. I I guarantee that guy knew about what I would say fifty words in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> At max. Yeah, right. Yeah, the I, most. Th I think I think what they did. I think he probably knew how to say hello. Yep. Order a order a order a um. What's a what's a Brazilian food? Uh, it would be like <laughs> a, 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 a refried beans. <laughs> a refried beans. And he would know how to say pass. Now yeah. say pass. Well, he My probably ball. wouldn't need to, didn't it? Like, yeah, he, pass. Probably, <laughs> he probably just can, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you get me. Um, so, have you so ever yeah, been Steve to us? No, I do want to go to Australia. I want to go to Australia hopefully this year. How does it feel? How would you feel going to somewhere where literally everything has been spending thousands of years evolving just to kill you? 
It is one of the it most is, dangerous is, places in the world. Do you know? Do you know? The more you read about like the creepy crawlies in Australia, the like animals in Australia, mm -hmm. the 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 climate on Australia, the more you realize why the British were sending prisoners there. Yeah, it was not a desire. It wasn't a desirable place to go. No, but now it yeah. looks beautiful. Yeah, but if without like you know modern day advance advancements in technology. Yeah. Would you really want to stay somewhere where every animal is out to kill you? You know what, Cal wouldn't. And you know why? I I think I know how they thought about Australia then. Even though they didn't have the point of reference, it was like sending someone to Jurassic Park. That's what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you, you did a crime? Are yeah? you sending him to Australia? Oh, Jesus Christ. I've heard that they've got, you know, creatures that are bigger than houses. I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't have like another name for it. Like, you know, where like there's a lot of um, nations in Africa or the Middle mm. East where the British had another name for it. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't have another name for Australia. Like the banished lands yeah. or something like, do you know what I mean? Like, or, or Scar Rock. Yeah. What, what was that? What was that um, place in Lion King where he's like, Dad, what is that? He's like, that, my friend, is. What's it? Oh, I can't even remember. What's it called? I know the audience <laughs> is screaming this at us. What's it called? You must never go there. Yes. Wherever it was, yeah. I, I feel like that's what Australia was, isn't it? With is, the hyenas and that were just rolling around. So is that what the natives call Australia? Do they call that Australia or not? Like the actual Aborigines over there? What or do would they call I mean, it? this is a Googleable moment. I ain't got a clue, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Let's find that out because I'm not sure. I think. What was the original name for Australia? Or what do the natives call it? Because obviously, the UK had their thing where they just come along and be like, I'm going to call this this and I'm going to call this that. How was Australia named? Here we go. It was the English explorer Matthew Flinders. No surprise, no surprise there. Who made the suggestion of the name? He was the first to circumnavigate the continent. Hey, bro, get to the juicy bit, bro. <laughs> get to the juicy <laughs> bit, bro. Oh, uh, so yeah, when he he uh, the name Terra Australis was used instead, although Flinders stated that his preference was still Australia. Terra Australis. Now that sounds Terra. That's a Terra. Terra Australis. <laughs> and you, sir, for your crimes of murder and robbery are going to be sent for a lifetime to Terra Australis. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that does sound If you tell a man I'm sending you to Terra Australis, Terra is in my mind. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Right, let's actually answer the question. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 Steve Brad, so, Steve Bradbury, right? He, let me, let me, let me, without disrespecting Stephen, right? Most Olympic stories talk about blood, sweat, tears. And this story has got blood, sweat and tears, but also a big sprinkling of luck. Because this is a very, shall I say, interesting Olympic win, which is why Stephen Bradbury is also called the accidental hero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so out of all of Australia's victories in the Olympic Games, undoubtedly the most bizarre was Stephen Bradbury's because... In the 1,000 metre short track speed skating final at Salt Lake City in 2002 Winter Games, something very interesting went down because Bradbury won the first ever gold Australian medal. Was he like a reporter or something that randomly just walked in? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Like, hey, <laughs> oh, hey, what's You're going on? Yeah, you're right Hi there, there. Mate. Yeah, I, You know, like, because Australians are quite positive people. Someone would be like, they just presume that he was a racer. Oh, mate, you're late for the race. Here's the stuff. You're like, all right, mate. Yeah, fuck it. I'll have a go. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Not? Cool. Why not, mate? Also, yeah. side note, I've actually, as we've been talking, I've sort of realised why Australians wear flip-flops all the time. Why is that? Because you know you've got to check your boots and that so no like creepy crawlies and that are in yeah, there. Yeah. Whereas like, it's like, 
it's quick when you look at your flip flops. There's nothing on it, in it. Yeah. There's no creepy crawly. I can see there's not a snake in there. Whereas with a boot, you got to like sort of like fling like yeah, literally put a could stick be something in it that could kill might, you. Exactly. So you're like, do you know what? Safe. Do you know what? That's why they wear thongs. Well, that's that's what they call yeah, they're, they're thongs over there. Thongs, yeah. yeah flip flops, nah, mate. That's a thong. That's a thong. So what do you call those things women wear? Oh no. <laughs> I don't know Niggas <laughs> Panties <laughs> Panties yeah. Panties Floss panties um, Right so The sensational scene Marked the end of a career Which had embraced Four Olympics He got a bronze medal In the past Had a lot of sacrifice And as you're about to find out He had some serious injuries At 17 Now let's give you Some history on Bradbury At 17 Bradbury was a member Of the squad That won the World Short Track Relay Championship At the World Short Track Speed Skating Championships Basically that was in 1991. Basically, that means they could skate quite fast on ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I think for an Australian to be on ice, he should get a medal anyway. I just want to say, like the participation. For that. I'm not, I'm not like one to give out participation awards. Yeah? yeah, yeah. But for an Australian to be on ice, yeah, that is like, uh, I mean, that that. That's like I was trying to not say something racist, innit? That's like somebody. <laughs> that's like somebody who lives in the desert for all their life, being somebody who's like phenomenal at butterfly in the Olympics. You know, what yeah, I mean? you have yeah, no, you have yeah, no yeah. business being right, yeah. that much so water. Like, so like a, yeah. a, a camel herder, yeah, being fucking sick at uh, the yeah. at, uh, at the breaststroke, yeah, just being a breaststroke breaststroke don, and he's only yeah. seen water four times in his life. Yeah, yeah, you get me, like that much water. Anyway. So after that, they were selected for the Olympics in Albertville in 1992. They were eliminated in the semi-finals yeah, 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 yeah. after two of them fell because in this speed skating stuff, as you're about to find out, people fucking fall over a lot because when you're trying to skate on ice, it's not easy to stay on your two fuck, feet. Fuck even trying to skate on ice, bruv. Yeah. If you're just skating in general. Bruv. Let alone adding ice to the equation. I can skate, yeah? yeah. I, I was going to say, are you one of those people? Because there's three different types of people that skate, yeah. aren't there? There's, there's, the, there's the one that's like, the people that are like, used to play ice hockey or something like zoom, zoom, backwards zoom, zoom, like shout out to Jeremy and Skepton yeah, 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 yeah. then there's the person that I'm in where I'm like I can do a bit of forward but do you know what yeah, you're, you're, we're around a similar yeah. age yeah when we were young yeah. skating was cool innit it was a, good, right. that was a cool yeah, day it out. was cool so like I used to skate when I was like uh, in primary school yeah. and then one day all of a sudden people were like skating is gay and then everybody stopped skating and then I didn't see anybody pick up their skates again until Choice FM done roller discos and people were like 16, 17. Yeah. And you were like, hold on a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, you, don't, you think it's, don't you think it's fascinating though, yeah? How it's hard enough to go to a nightclub and talk to somebody and chat them up. But for some reason in our heads, we thought, I know, we'll add in another dimension. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make it almost but impossible they, to they stand up. They made us yeah. lose out on so many years yeah, of... Inge so many uh, years of... Just with homophobia, bro. Yeah, homophobia fucked up ice homophobia, skating. Homophobia. Uh, uh, among no, other it, things. It messed up skating. Fucked up ice skating. Ice skating? Yeah. I live in Streatham, innit? Yeah. We had the um, skate, uh, the ice rink there for years and years. And... People used to get shot on the ice. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So there was like different reasons we didn't go there. We was like, yeah, you go skating, but then like... How can you get shot on ice? Is so that, you good, know is that, that a good place to get you know shot though? Because you're on the ice, so you can fall on the ice. Yeah, you... but, but bro, you yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. Yeah. If you get a bruise, you just <laughs> leave, it on the, you just leave your hand yeah, on the floor. Yeah. But you know the um, song um, Funky Friday with like Dave and Fredo? Yeah. Yeah, we come through like Funky Friday. Yeah. Funky Fridays was an event at Streatham Ice Rink every Friday. 
free bullet with entry, yeah? Yeah, but well, essentially, yeah. that's why when he's talking about we come through like Funky Fridays, yeah. bruv, man will get his shot on the ice! When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? And then people are singing at festivals, come through like Funky, Funky Friday. You don't know what was going on <laughs> at Funky Fridays, bruv. Man was struggling for their life, bruv. Do you know what? London had some tough times, you know, back in the yeah. day, innit? Imagine that you can't even go ice skating without holding a couple of hot ones to your chest. Oh man, man, like, I, yeah. But so that's why I, I didn't go ice skating and yeah. skating. We didn't. We, we, there was a good, I'd say, ten year period where people stopped skating, and then there were some that missed out on it originally. Yeah. So by the time they got to adulthood and they couldn't skate, it was just long. They were that kind of person that's like. Ugh. Uh, uh, like you're the wobbly person by that, by that who's not enjoying themselves at all I don't even know why they do it and then they, they get really scared because they're like oh what if somebody like skates over my fingers brother my fingers like get chopped off. off yeah, yeah, so yeah it's like, not happening bro those skates aren't that sharp it's, it's good that you said that so actually. what did Bradbury do well two years later he done some more racing and he won Australia's first ever winter medal ever in the 5000 relay right Okay, but that was not their first gold. So things were looking good for him. He had a, his career was on the up. Your country's got his first winter medal, but then there was a cool twist of fate that hit Bradbury, and that was it's very interesting that you brought up ice skate cuts because a year later Bradbury was involved in the first of two career-threatening accidents. Mm. Now speed skaters' skates, unlike the ones at Funky Friday, <laughs> are very, 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 very sharp. Okay, right. In a crash in Montreal, a rival's skate sliced through his right thigh and he needed 111 stitches and 18 months recovery time. Bloody and he was told hell, he would bro. never skate again. So listen, man. Never skate again. Never mind, never skate again. I don't even know if he can walk again, bro. He was messed up, yeah. So the doctor's like, listen, mate. See that skiing shit that you do? Got to, got to knock it on the head, mate. Knock, knock that on the knock head. Why are you skiing? See, if that, is, if that isn't... Um, a warning sign to all Australians out there that this sport is not for you. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's certain sports that you see certain nations. Yeah. Just don't get involved in it, innit? Like, just leave it. Like, I'm from the Middle East, yeah? You don't really get long distance runners, innit? No. That's, we leave that to Kenya mm -hmm. and like a lot of those, you know, is, is it, do you call it Sub-Saharan Africa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got some fantastic, fantastic. runners coming from, coming Those from guys, yeah. powerlifting is not for them. No. Nah. 
Long distance, nah. high altitude running, yeah. that's your thing, right? Yes, yes. Middle Easterners, powerlifting, yes. wrestling, yes. these kinds of things, do your thing. Short burst of high energy. energy. Yeah, yeah. Jamaicans, Sprinting. sprint, you know running. It. Yes. Yeah. Anything less than 800 meters, that is you, right? Yeah. The you yeah. are the kings of that, right? Yeah. Australians swimming. Yep. Track and field. Track and field, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aussie rules, rugby, cricket, that's you in it. When you start going on ice, you're getting a bit greedy now, in it. You, yeah, and you're trying new things, <laughs> and it's kind of it's outside of your it's outside of your skill set. Yeah, it? like I don't want to see a Brazilian rugby team. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Do you know I don't want to see a Brazilian rugby team. I don't want to see a. Uh, anything anywhere that has a hot climate you, you should like Spain shouldn't even have uh, like Spain Spain Brazil um, Australia shouldn't even think about a Winter Olympics it shouldn't even be a thought you should just look at it and go that's not for us yeah yeah any hot climate you shouldn't but you know what Bradbury was on it because you know what he got back on his skates K. he started skating see some people yeah God, God shows you signs yeah God gives you signs in life right yeah if a man hold on if a man has made you Australian, right? right? God has made you Australian, yeah, yeah? yeah? He's made you Australian. You have then defied that and gone, I'm going to try Winter Olympics, yeah? Yeah. He has then got you injured, yeah? yeah? So you've been injured. Not only are you injured, you've required 111 stitches, bruv, right? Yeah, and the doctor Eight, said... Yeah, yeah. No, wait, 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 yeah, before yeah, yeah. that. 18 months out. And the doctor has told you you're never going to skate again. You have had 18 months to mull this over. This is God showing you signs. Like every minute of your life, he has told you, do not participate in winter sports. This is not for you. Doctor has told you, no, you're not going to skate again. 18 months later, this guy does what? He got back on his skates. Then he crashed into a barrier and broke his neck. If God isn't showing you signs... Like, I don't understand, bruv, right? Like, <laughs> the man has shown you, like, I mean, God has, sorry, God has shown you signs like, this is not for you, and you keep defying it. This is what, like, I don't know, and man. And the doctor said, you're not going to skate again. And guess what Steve did? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just two years later. And how much you, how old is this guy, bruv? Bruh. <laughs> So in, in, is, football, he, in football, yeah. if you'd have got an eighteen-month injury and a two-year injury, no one signing yeah. you ever again. If you had a, if you had your thigh cut open and needed hundred stitches and you played in the Premier League, hundred and eleven stitches and a broken neck. Time to take that check. Yeah, time <laughs> yeah. to take the insurance money. Buy Bounce. some yards up north. Go, no, go, go on Talksport and be a pundit. Be on Talksport. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so not only did he skate again, he got up to competitive level. And in 2002 was in the final Olympic Winter Games at Salt Lake City in the 1,000 meter race. Now let you me know set what, the yeah. scene. Yeah? Do you know what, bruv? I've got, I've got to give it to him. I know we're fucking about and joking. Yeah. yeah. But this takes immense, immense mental strength. Because he could have given up, like you said, after all those injuries. Let's be honest, Kate. What you're saying is you and I would have given up <laughs> way, way earlier in this, isn't it? You this and I would have been like, I'm out. This guy had Kobe Bryant, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jordan, Jordan level mentality. All that energy in one. Wow. But unfortunately, he was in Australia on ice skate. So, <laughs> so no one cares about <laughs> so, so We don't care as much. No yeah. sponsors. 
Yeah, it's not as, it's not as sexy, is it? A slam dunk is way more sexy than a man just going shoom past the finish line of skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's slam certain, dunk has flair to yeah, it. Yeah, there's bro. certain sports in it. When you see like someone like in football, for example, knock something top bins, <laughs> a dunk in basketball. Yeah. yeah, even if you don't understand football and you see the trajectory of the ball from like yeah. one third of the or halfway across the pitch flying into the back of the net, a keeper touchdowns it, as well. Oh, like you know what you, you see six, someone yeah. grab it, bam, like whatever. But like you're right. Like if I just see something on ice skates, I'm a bit like, okay, yeah. You know what like I mean? Bobsleds. I find that so. I'm just like, all right. you can't see what they're doing inside it. <laughs> all it looks like is in my head. You get in, hope for the best, isn't it? The key <laughs> thing is pushing off faster than anyone else. Yeah. Once you're in, they are just doing steering. But in yeah, my head, yeah, I can't yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah. All it looks like is they're just going. Yeah. I'm a massive Formula One fan as well, isn't it? And even when I see them driving, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, to someone that doesn't like this sport. It's hard to sort of relay why this is interesting and fun. Exactly. Because you're just saying like, oh, I could drive. And that's the, that's the, I hate when people think, oh, I could drive. Like, Bruv, you can't drive like that. An F1 car, yeah, on a level, most of us haven't got the right speed. Most uh, of us ain't got the get, right body type. Fit. Oh, yeah, to even fit. Yeah, fuck it. Imagine me, imagine me sitting in the F1 car. You're never allowed <laughs> in, bro. like I'm sitting in the bumper cars. Do you know what? Like, like literally, you have to be a certain weight to be able, because yeah. otherwise, it adds to the weight of the vehicle. Yeah. So then you plus the vehicle, it's mad. And they'll be like, when you sh-. they'll be like, <laughs> they'll have somebody in the Marcus, can you uh, pl- please shave two seconds off your time? Yeah. I'm trying everything I can. <laughs> I can't do it. But at least in F1, they tell you like what's going on. Like he's got a tire change coming up. He's got this going on. Like his fluids are not getting skates in. Like whatever skates, mission. you just can't see. Well, the bobsleigh, you just can't see anything yeah, in it. Yeah. But anyway, so right. So let me set the scene here. Right. So these races are pretty edgy as the competitors have to race about five or six times around this track to get to a thousand meters. Right. Right. And um, at a high speed, trying to get past each other for first place. Now, for whatever reasons. I feel like maybe the the nervousness of his past accidents. Bradbury decided instead of trying to push for first, like hustling and bustling while he's zinging around, he decided to go for wait and see tactics, which was to let the other racers battle up in front, figuring that some kind of accident was likely. Right. And here's what happened. Was was there a safety car that came out? (laughs) Can you imagine a safety skater comes out? Slow down, slow down. And here's what actually happens, Kay. There it is. Hear the noise for Stephen. Yeah. One of just four Australians. Even though, even the um, four Olympic winter games. It doesn't even look right having an Australian winter uniform. Doesn't does it? You like you'd expect him to wear shorts, maybe. (laughs) Fifth position for the start. Look at that. They will have to cock their leg up. Is he is he wearing flip flop skates? (laughs) (laughs) So you can see Bradbury's chilling at the back. Just thought. Something crazy is going to happen. This is such a weird sport, bro. This doesn't even look like... How does he know something's happening? He, he doesn't, but usually they, they chill for a few laps. Yeah, he's hear his commentary. This just looks weird. It doesn't even look like it should be a race, bro. Oh, my bad. It's, it's more like nine laps. Nine laps that they do. It doesn't look faster, does it? And they've got their hands behind their backs as they're skating. Yeah, for like, to be streamlined. That's right. Is that why? Yeah. So Bradbury's chilling right there. looks safe. There's four people in front of him. This looks like a human centipede, bro. What's going on? Oh no, he goes with Apollo here on the outside. This is where it gets exciting. Five laps to go, yeah? Skates into second position, sitting on the tail of Arn. A bit of contact there. 
Less than four laps remaining. Stephen Bradbury still back in fourth. But this race is by no means over. It's the Korean arm first. Ono skating in second position. The Chinese competitor Two more laps third. to go just now in a second. Ono makes his move. Listen to the roar. Has he gone too wide? He comes back inside. Stephen's hanging back. Can Ono bring it home? It's going to be very hard to pass Apollo Ono once this guy gets to the lead. He's almost impossible to pass. Skates a great track. He's so far behind, bro. The Chinese skater on Check the outside. Game. Oh, and it's a lot of contact. Oh, they've all gone down. Bradbury is going to come through and win gold. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury from the tail of the All field. of them crash the into each other apart from Bradbury. We will have to wait for the official Sounds like the crowd's booed a little bit. Is it going to Stephen VAR? Bradbury, the 28-year-old from Brisbane. 28. Has he done it? Everyone looks pissed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because what they all they all smashed into each other. Look, oh, he's holding onto his bum. Look, look at this guy. Oh, he's yeah. just sitting in the back Mash waiting up. for things to happen. And quite possibly well, he was going to lose that. Medal. So he was going to lose it. So, okay, for those who are listening Olympic on the podcast, just to clarify. He was really far behind. Like, not, not like... Like he was behind, medals. yeah, very far Steven. behind. Yeah, he was a few strokes behind. He didn't look like he was going to win at all. What, did he? what, um, what um, Olympics was that? Two thousand two. Wow, Olymp it's mad how when Olympics. you look back at that footage, you look so old, and you're like, well, at the time, you're like, right, this looks so clear. Bro. Yeah, you're like, this is HD. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. So yeah, so you let. So that, so basically, what happened is he hung back, let four other racers drop in front of him, and allowed him to nab first place. And after winning his gold medal, he struggled with some conflict and emotions, which I'm sure you can imagine. Like, I don't know. I don't if know. I don't care if I want a gold medal. I want a gold medal in it. I don't care how I want it, bruv. Yeah. As long as it wasn't given to me after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like as in, like you know, when sometimes like, oh, we found out so and so was a drug street, yeah. so now you get the gold medal. Like, don't don't give me a gold medal like that. Really. But if I won the gold medal. In the race, I don't care if everybody else crashed. Who who came? Who passed the finish line yeah, first? Yeah, me. You're a better man than me because I have this saying from when I played football at the park, and that is a goal is a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goals are goals. So wins a win. I don't care with as long as I get it with enough of my life to live, so that I can just wear it out every day. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, to the supermarket, yeah, yeah. to interviews, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be wearing that gold medal. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, it's nice to stand on the podium. But yeah, he struggled for a little bit, but. He came to see it as a, as a reward 12 years after it all happened. He finally settled down. He's written a few books and stuff like that. But now Stephen Bradbury is known as the accidental hero. Exactly. Well, there we go. So, okay, so, let's, uh, let's bounce back and, and see if we can remember the answer to the question, who won Australia's first gold medal at the Winter Olympics? It was Steve Bradbury in 2002. That's right. So that's it for this episode of Ain't Got a Clue. Yeah, remember, we've got Patreon in it. We've got a Patreon. We've got uh, we've got bonus episodes of content for you to enjoy. Every time we drop an episode on the public feed, there's one on the Patreon, and you get all of them early and ad free. There we go. Simple stuff. Make sure you follow K Curd on social medias. K A E K U R D. I'm Marcus Bronzy. M A R C U S B R O N Z Y. Until next time. Yeah, stay blessed. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.